This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's go back in time to 1932 as Converse brings you historic footage of the legendary original Celtics with whom all great professional teams are compared. We have now taken over your radio. Richie Guerin is about to show you the most important step in getting past a man. It's the first one. An Oscar will inbound it. The men in green, the Milwaukee Bucks, that's Al Cinder against Bellamy. It has Jordan. Allen shakes Gray gets two! to go in the first quarter for the Cow Palace. Here's Barry. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. Hello and welcome back to the Over and Back Classic NBA Podcast. I am uh, Jason Mann. With me as always is Rich Krejci. Rich Krejci, back with you. Absolutely. Let's get going on this top 50. All right. Yes. We're almost done. We're almost we done. We are almost <laughs> done. So uh, next we have... Uh, I don't even like basketball anymore. <laughs> <laughs> next we have uh, Paul Pierce, who um, is a 24th all-time in win shares, 62nd in win shares for 48, 40th in box score plus minus, 22nd in value over placement player, a one-time all-NBA second team, third time, uh, three times in the third team. Uh, the 2008 Finals MVP, one season in the top 10 in win shares for 48, three seasons in the top 10 in value over placement player. In the uh, Bill Simmons Book of Basketball Pyramid, he is 47th all-time. In uh, Slam, he is 77th of all-time. Um, he is you know, really one of the uh, best um, shooting guard small forwards ever. Reputation for hitting uh, big shots in key moments. Great longevity, uh, tough defense, really strong advanced metrics. The... Uh, for him, the the weaknesses in his case, I think, are is relatively few All NBA teams, and really, I I I don't know if he was ever necessarily considered like a top five um, player, maybe top ten player, yes, but top five mm-hmm. player, I'm I'm not sure if really he ever quite seemed to be, but but the longevity is there to kind of carry his case, um, you know, to a to a stronger level than you know the other kind of contemporaries uh, in the you know kind of the shooting guard small forward. Um, area so it, it, it's an interesting case a, a pretty strong one i think um what do you think rich yeah it, it's real strong and it, you know you mentioned when he was really the best uh, you know one of the top five or one of the top 10 players or whatever and a lot of that was in an era or at least his early part of his career where i would say yeah he probably was legitimately you know there maybe you know mid mid to early 2000s you know the 2001 to 2006 or you could kind of make a case for a few of those years that he was there but the problem was he wasn't winning at that point he was just sort of you know he was on boston you know they they were a team that was you know 
routinely disappointing, you know, him and Antoine Walker, all those issues or whatever. And he was sort of looked at as a guy that, yeah, you know, he's, he's okay. He scores a lot. He does so this sort of stuff. And he's a good all-around player, but he's not a winner. You know, he doesn't do stuff that's going to win and all that sort of stuff. And then we look at a whole different career. Obviously, you bring in Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen to the, the Celtics. He sort of fits perfectly into that, you know, second best player on the team role. You know, in the finals becomes probably their best player, you know, the MVP, you know, award that goes with that as well. Then he just has another seven or eight years where he's just a legit, like good role player, good second hand, good third hand. It didn't really matter. Basically any team you put him on, he's going to be at some point a, a value to that team in a positive way. And that's that there's a lot of value in that. And there's a lot of, you know, all time greatness in that as well. When you look at it, cause you look at, you know, how he ranks in terms of error position and position all time. And, and here's a guy who, despite never, as you said, probably being the best guy or the guy or whatever at any point, really grades out well. I mean, all-time era position, he's fifth in win shares, 19th in win shares per 48, and then fifth in value of replacement players. So that's uh, error in position, sorry, um, if I didn't say that. And then uh, rates position all-time, uh, seventh in win shares, all-time amongst forwards, which is insane. Like, that's, I wouldn't think of that ever. Uh, 40th in win shares per 48, and then ninth in value of replacement players. So that's an all-time great, you know, as you said, shooting guard small forward. I mean, that that's of a swing man. That's, you're looking at a top 10 guy, and a lot of those advanced stats and a lot of the stuff he does. So it's, He's got a great case, I think, and and it's and it's unique in that sense because yeah, I you know at age thirty, would he? You know, we talked about Carmelo a few episodes ago of a guy who right now we're going, eh, you know, now he's not there or whatever. Paul Pierce is probably the same way. You know, it was that year thirty where where he was able to win the championship. But if you know if we stretch it back to age nine, you know, twenty nine, there's no chance we were saying, oh yeah, he's definitely in the top fifty. But you know, he's had another decade to add to that resume, and he's he's still a valuable part of of teams. So there's there's. There's some cool value in that. It's I, I think he's a slam dunk for sure. Yeah, I think he's in. I, I, he he's similar to Carter, where you know, we've talked about him before, where he aged well into the role of a able to age into the role of a role player and um and, and contributed. But I, I think even more so for I, mean, I think his case is stronger than Carter's. You know. Um, to be honest, um, I mean, maybe you could argue Carter was a little bit better at his peak, but it was close and, you know, and, and Pierce has been better since then and just has, you know, bigger playoff moments and, you know, the finals MVP and all that stuff. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, I, I think there's a strong case that he's in, I mean, he, he would be one of the very, um, I, I mean, I, I I can't say for sure that he's in, but I think there's a a, a good chance that he's in. So I, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah I, I think he at least from some respect he needs to be in that final discussion that we have. I mean, he's not he's he's a guy that we cannot like we, we couldn't seriously have a top fifty list without at least having him be one of the either on the list or one of the last guys we bounce out because he's just he's an all time great. I mean, there's there's no other way around it. There's not a whole lot else you can say about him. And that's I guess that's sort of the the, the definition of Paul Pierce is like, you know, at the time while you're watching him, you kind of go, yeah, this guy's really good or whatever. And he might not be a guy that's in, fully appreciated until he's gone in that respect where, you know, maybe it's 10 years later or, you know, stuff like this. Where we're doing this podcast and really looking at his whole career and looking at, you know, the band stats and and how he ranks, you know, amongst all those other people. He's an all-time great. I mean, there's really just no way around it, and it's 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 interesting because I wouldn't, you know, I I don't know if I think of him immediately, or you know, if in ten years somebody says, hey, who are the the best shooting guard and small forwards ever? I I you know, I feel like I wouldn't say Paul Pierce right away, and I don't know if that's fair or not. Yeah, I think being um, I think having the rivalry with LeBron helps a little bit. Be, being kind of the guy that you think of um, as one of the you know the main guys who um, you know battled against. 
uh, LeBron in the uh, playoffs. Kind of like how Dominique Wilkins has helped a little bit by having those battles with Larry Bird. It's kind of a, mm-hmm. a similar type thing, even though Pierce had more team success than Dominique did. Uh, anything else, Rich? I think that's it for me. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I, there's not much more to talk about right, Paul well, Pierce. I don't know. Like, he's Paul Pierce. I don't know. It's just, it's just good. I like, you know what I mean? He's kind of, but he's, he's really boring. Yeah. The lack of all NBA teams is surprising to me, I guess. Um, and, you know, we've talked about before. I feel like he would have gotten some in those early 2000s. I really do. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, the, you know, the Southerners were pretty good then. I mean, they, um, Perennial playoff. They team. made didn't they make a conference finals uh, like in O two or something or uh, <sighs> did they? I think, they, I think did. they did. Yeah. Um. I very briefly because you know that I sort of had a dormant period in basketball where I wasn't really into it, but I had a very brief resurgence like right around then watching them during the playoffs, and I really liked Pierce. I didn't know they would torment my Hawks so much in the future, or, or that I, <laughs> I didn't know that I would become a Hawks fan in the future either. So, um. So I yeah it was it was O two uh, they were able to go to the Eastern Finals they lost to the Nets four two but they made it a pretty they, decent they, series they, so yeah there's there's that was the that was a series where they came back from when they were like down like thirty five or something and um came back in like the fourth quarter yes yeah that is yeah I'm looking at the the series as well yeah decent back and forth series yeah um and yeah Pierce Pierce played well he uh twenty three points eight rebounds yeah. Not bad. I liked Anton Walker at twenty two and uh, nine. Yeah, I I have a confession maybe that that I actually enjoy oh. watching Anton Walker play basketball. Um, there's a morbid curiosity to it. I mean, yeah, if you don't like, like basketball, he's great. Um, in the terms of, no, I always enjoyed him too. I, I thought he got a lot of crap. But, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, he deserved yes. a lot of it, but I just, I do like, um, I mean, I don't all, I don't want to like watch a lot of Anthony Walker. Like, I don't want him on my team. I no, think that's what I, be I don't. Like, uh, I'm glad that he's on other teams that aren't mine right. or that he was on other teams yeah, that weren't he mine. He was on my team uh, yeah, briefly. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So you, you know, you, you know, the O four O five Hawks that I, oh yes, you know, I've heard yes, of them. Yes. I've heard about them. <laughs> but it, it, it's been too long since we brought them up. But, um, you know, he was on that Good team. God. So and in fact, he was straight back to Boston in which he netted us a draft pick that uh, for that went a bunch of places and ended up being Rajon Rondo. So um, <laughs> to be fair, the Suns gave away that pick, too. They so did. Yes. To, yeah. yeah. So the, for, for the Suns got so it. Got something out yeah, of the it. Suns got it in the Joe Johnson trade. We got Joe Johnson for that pick. Right. And right. then, yeah, eventually the Suns gave it back to Boston. So it was the Lakers pick at some point, too. I, I, I think yeah. it may have originally been the Lakers pick. So it's my favorite thing in the world is the, the basketball reference. Follow this draft pick as it goes out through history. Uh, one thing I did notice, unfortunately, I'm glad uh, I, I will not be going back anytime soon watching the 2002 Eastern Conference Finals. The Boston Celtics in the series shot 38 percent. Ah. So yeah, that's 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 2002 Eastern Conference basketball for you there, and the the red hot New Jersey Nets they shot 43. percent Kenny so. Anderson was on that team too, I believe. Uh, was he? I believe. Yeah, he was. Oh, I there's Kenny. He was. Yeah, there's a lot. There were Tony Doak was on that team. There were a lot of 04 oh, um, Atlanta Hawks on that team. Um, because yeah, Tony Doak, Kenny I, Anderson, and um. Anton Walker all played for the Hawks two years later. It's weird that a conference finals team could be on a could be on a thirteen <laughs> one of the worst teams ever. Yeah, uh, two years later, it's basketball is a funny thing. So, oh, these rosters are really bad. Oh yeah, Joe Johnson yeah, was on the year two. Uh, he was traded um, in the middle of that year, right? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. a rookie that year. Ah, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. There you go. This Nets team is just oh man, I remember this team. It's 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 like oh it's fine, it's okay, but it's just like oh, really that made the finals. Yeah, like well, we, Jason Kidd, Kerry Kittles, Kerry Kittles is your second best player. Like that's that's hard. Kenyon Martin, Keith Van Horn, Lucius Harris, Aaron Williams, Todd McCullough. Todd like McCullough. Richard Jefferson hadn't really become like a a, a real good player by that point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, Bra- it's, Scott Brady's in that team. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Aaron Williams. Much, uh, yeah, 
So, oh, good times. <laughs> I'm not going to stop. Let's not do an early 2000s Eastern Conference uh, retrospective podcast anytime okay, soon. Okay, I, I, I promise you I will not ask Okay, you. I know it was on the list, but can we take it off? All right, we'll, we'll, we'll take it off. <laughs> okay. Strictly, Actually, all right. All right, everyone, uh, you can check us out at um, hardwoodproxism.com, and we are part of the uh, HP network. You can find the... Um, the, all the podcasts on the network or just our feed, both of those are on iTunes, and uh, we'd appreciate a, a rating uh, review on that. That would be awesome. If you like us, it helps other people find us and helps us get more popular, and we are all striving for more popularity. Um, let's see. We also have, are on Facebook and Twitter at Over and Back um, NBA, and we are also have a website, uh, overandbacknba.com, a forum in which you can talk about uh, classic basketball to your heart's content. We encourage you to do so. It, it's a lot of fun to do. And um, we also have a NBA history newsletter that we've started uh, every week. We're going to be sending out the newsletter um, to uh, those who wish to have it. Uh, we're kind of rounding up what's going on in uh, NBA history, interesting articles uh, and podcasts and such. So uh, you can uh, check that out. We have a post on, on overbacknba.com where you can uh, find out all of the information for that. So uh, until next time, thanks for listening and we'll be back again soon. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.